tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in for another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. Today, I have a fantastic guest on the line with us, and he's going to be sharing some wonderful things uh, that are going to be extremely useful and helpful helpful uh, during this time. So hopefully you guys will stick through. Uh, be sure to check this check this out. It is definitely some information and news that we can all use. I am speaking to Mr. Evan Knox, who is the founder of Caffeine Marketing. Um, and he's uh, definitely, I, I, I don't know what to say about this one, but we just had a, a brief chat and he's here to help. So guys, listen, um, especially if you have a business and you are looking to utilize the uh, online space and get some tips and jewels when it comes to uh, digital marketing and being able to maximize, um, you want to check this out. So without further ado, like I said, Mr. Evan Knox, Evan, drop that intro for us and let's roll and discuss all things digital marketing and whatever else it is that you are able to share with us, sir, please. Yeah, totally. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, like teacher said, I'm Evan. I run an agency in Atlanta called Caffeine Marketing. We help make marketing profitable for companies that are doing less than $25 million a year. Um, I'm also involved in a couple of other businesses as well as the CMO. Um, and I've also got a course called Business Mastery with our um, sister company, Caffeine Labs, that basically lays out the blueprint that I've used to double our company's bottom line revenue every year for the last three years. So um, I hope to bring a ton of value to your audience, and I'm excited to get started. Perfect. We are definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I know I myself am also a small business owner, so any tips and resources, I'm I'm always ears. Uh, but first, let's let's start with a, a brief um, just background, Evan. If you want to give us some uh, information about how you got started with marketing and specifically in the digital uh, realm, that would be great. Yeah. So. Uh, my first exposure to marketing was when I was just a little kid. Uh, my grandfather owned a jewelry store in Atlanta, so he sold diamond rings, watches, all that stuff. And my dad was um, in the similar industry, and he was also in the jewelry industry, but he was in the B2B space. So my dad had, was a diamond wholesaler, so he would direct import diamonds from um, Israel. And uh, so I just grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, business owners, and uh, my great-grandfather was a business owner as well. So you know, I, it's, entrepreneurship has always been a thing to me, but I remember my grandfather actually teaching me about marketing when I was uh, really little, like maybe 12 or 13 years old. Maybe that's not really little, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, and him to. telling me, hey, <laughs> yeah, totally. So like he was telling me, hey, we're going to put this ad in the symphony. It's going to have these details in it. What do you think? And obviously I'm probably not that much help at 12 years old, but he let me help him. Uh, and um, fast wow. forward to... About four years ago, uh, unfortunately, my, my dad had passed away, and uh, my grandfather uh, was you know, on the horizon, was retirement for him. And so I thought, you know what, I can't help my dad anymore because he's no longer with us, but I could yeah. definitely help other small business owners and entrepreneurs. So I decided to start Caffeine Marketing, and uh, it's been a, a wild ride ever since. Man, I 
that's a fantastic story. I love it because, you know, the, the thing with marketing is that you're, you can, there's no blueprint. I mean, you know, okay, yeah, you have like the fundamentals and a foundation that a lot of people use, but as far as being creative, like there's no one way to do it, right? Um, so with that, like as far as uh, caffeine marketing goes, like it, tell us a little bit about the specific services that you provide or what it is that you guys focus on. Because I know when people say digital marketing or just even marketing in general, you know, that kind of it confuses a lot of people because it means so many different things. So give us a little breakdown of what that how that relates to caffeine marketing and some of the things that you guys are doing. Absolutely. I mean, it's probably helpful to like, this is not a pitch at all, but I'll just walk you through like our three-step process. Okay, so perfect. Yeah. The first step in a, sweet. Um, the first step in our process is that intro call. And we basically, that intro call, we get to know your business. We get to know your revenue, how much each customer is worth to you. So your annual lifetime value, how much margin is in your product. And we will literally design a marketing strategy that we are suggesting that we implement, implement, but I mean, I guess you could totally implement it as well. Um, and so, in that initial call, we basically break down, hey, here's exactly what we think we should do. And honestly, I do that because I only want to work with companies that I know our marketing is going to be profitable before uh, because our brand promise is to make marketing profitable. So there are a couple of times during the year, probably a half dozen or a dozen or so, where a company won't be a good fit. Yeah. And so that's when I get to know that. And we also design that marketing strategy out for them. And then so phase two is that uh, we give our our clients options. Hey, here's tier one, tier two, and tier three. How aggressively do you want to pursue uh, your marketing growth? You know, how, how quickly do you want to grow your company? Actually, I was on a call yesterday. So Thursday, yeah, Thursday morning when the time we're, we're recording, this is on Friday. And so on Thursday morning, I was talking with a client and we were saying, Hey, we could spend a lot more money because every dollar that we're spending right now, we're getting $4 back, but not, let's just not dump a whole um, chunk of change, a couple thousand Let's only do a few thousand because our the rest of our business can't handle that right now. Yeah. So like we don't have the systems and processes in place to handle that much demand to essentially double the company. So we're going to scale up essentially fifty percent one month, and then the next percent we're or the next month we're going to do the same thing. But anyway, so that's that second phase is designing um, the three options for the client to decide from, and then lastly, my team actually creates and implements it, and we use a seven part framework called StoryBrand to essentially create our client's messaging in a way that makes their customers the hero and helps the client to be the guide in this scenario so that their marketing is actually profitable. So we start with strategy, we use story, um, and ultimately make marketing profitable for our clients. Yeah, that no, I, I totally agree. And I love that you mentioned the story brand because you have to have the story. You know, the narrative has to uh, be able to gain the interest of, you know, the, the audience or the consumer. Um, and so tell us a little bit about the importance of just kind of knowing where your vision is, because I know sometimes, especially as a maybe a, a new uh, business or an, an entrepreneur, when you get started, um, you know, maybe there's a general vision, but there's no specific, you know, set goals and things like that as far as like the, your story and things like that go- goes. So like, how does that tie in? Like, how important is it that, you know, your vision and being able to tell the story? Absolutely. So, uh, you know, kind of like what you were just saying, most entrepreneurs and business owners just throw things on the wall hoping something will stick. I can't tell you how many times I saw that in my own family. Uh, And I see it all the time (laughs) with people before they start working with caffeine. It's like, oh, my gosh, I hear Facebook's working right now. So people throw a bunch of money at Facebook. (laughs) Like, oh, I hear TikTok's a thing now, so I should start doing that. And so that is not a formula for success, especially in the long run. So that's why that – 
you know, that initial call that we're talking about designing the strategy, you have to understand the strategy first. If you don't, ultimately, you could pick a bunch of tools that might work really well, but if you don't know how they fit into your overall marketing strategy, it's not going to be profitable for you. So it's really important to understand brand awareness is the first part of the marketing strategy. Consideration is the second phase. And then ultimately, we're leading people towards conversion. And then the actual nuts and bolts of how we implement that story, um, I, I think it's really important because if you are not defining the right problem that you solve or you're not defining what your customer actually wants in your story, you're not going to strike a chord with your target, target market. And ultimately, it's going to be really hard to scale if the words that you're saying fall on deaf ears because you're not speaking the language that they actually want to hear. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what? And a follow-up question to, to that, what you just discussed is how do you determine which, so, especially with social media, like which platforms, like you said, okay, there's TikTok, there's, you know, Twitch, there's Facebook, Instagram, you know, the, there's so many options. Like how do you determine which social media platform to focus on as a, uh, a, a small business or even a business in general, you know, how do you determine which one to focus on? Because you can't, I guess you could, you know, allocate budgets toward all of those, but uh, you know, that wouldn't make much sense, but how do you determine which one would be most beneficial? Well, it reminds me of one of my partners, um, like business, <laughs> business partner, I only have one wife, I have a wife, but not my, my <laughs> business partner, um, right. thought I'd clarify anyway. So, well, it reminds me of my business partner, and we discovered that on an acquisition that we made that one of them had an Etsy site that we had no idea even existed. So oh, we were wow. like, oh, wow. And he was like, man, we should like, uh, you know, pay attention to this to get this up and running. And I was like, I basically had a entrepreneur to entrepreneur come, you know, not necessarily come to Jesus moment, but I was yeah. like, hey, <laughs> what we're doing here in Facebook advertising and Google advertising is really profitable. Let's not get sidetracked. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. let's let's find the things that are actually working and stick with that. Um, if, if we go back to that funnel that we were talking about, as far as brand awareness, consideration, and conversion, you have to know where each of these tools fit within that funnel. And you have to design systems and processes in place and content in place that's ultimately going to move people from becoming aware of your brand to considering to want to work with you and ultimately considering to want to work with you to ultimately buying your product or service. And so... Most likely, people are familiar with social media, and they think, man, if I just post more on social media, that's going to give me more business. Yeah. Not necessarily. Um, that, it, you know, it kind of feels like the right thing to do, and I honestly think the days uh, are gone where you can just build a massive audience on social media. I think it's very oversaturated, but it's still something you should be doing, but I don't know that it needs to be your main focus. So, you know, oh, posting yeah. on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, all those things. I would have a presence on there if you can post two, three times a week, but I wouldn't overthink those platforms. I would just make sure that the content is really high quality so that it reflects your brand well. But I would design a marketing system depending on what your margin is in your product or services. So let's say you've got a $1,000 product or service, you've got $500 in margin. That means that you can spend up to $500 in order to acquire a new customer. And so then you can ultimately play with different advertising campaigns in order to see if you can acquire a new customer for less than $500. Because then anything less than $500 is profitable for you. Wow. that That's a formula for you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's definitely uh, some good information because, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, normally we think, okay, the more we post and the more visibility that we have, uh, 
the increased likelihood of, of you know, getting a, a potential customer or something like that. But just like you said, I mean, it's, it's more about the quality of the content, right? And it needs to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, Evan, talk to us a little bit about, okay, so we, we kind of touched a bit on the, the social media aspect of it, but digital marketing is more than social. Um, and I know that has to, a lot to do with the brand presence and having an online presence in particular. And now, you know, since we're facing the, the pandemic, um, what is, okay, what are some things, this is going to be like two parts. So what are some things that maybe there's a company that did not have a brand presence, or maybe they did have a, not a brand presence, I'm sorry. They did not have a online presence, like a website, but now they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they can, they can still kind of recoup and, 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 uh, get that up and going. First of all, like, what are some things that they can do to kind of pivot, so to speak? And then second of all, um, what is the importance of, of having an online uh, website or a profile that, that people can uh, access if you, you know, are, aren't able to, to, to be in your, your physical business or location? So um, one thing, I, I was just, I'll just start off with a couple of things. So one is if you can afford to hire an agency that can make marketing profitable for you and leave you the opportunity to try and work on your business and continue to do the things that are going to um, ultimately help you be successful in the long term, which is, you know, basically staying in your sweet spot. If you have the margin to do that, I would suggest doing that, meaning that you already have the cash on hand. Um, you've already got a business, you know, system and process already. Um, you're not just starting up. Um, generally, we don't work with startups. Not to say that, you know, if they have the capital, maybe, but um, I don't know if it's the best time to be using money that you don't have on marketing. That's, yeah. that's my caution. Um, if you were just trying, if you don't have a ton of money, um, I would suggest checking out Squarespace. It's really hard to build an ugly Squarespace site. Yeah. So it, it it basically gives you a template for at least a half-decent-looking site, and it's really easy. So a lot of the websites that we build are Squarespace. They're, they might be way more complex and optimized than what you might build, but ultimately it's a good starting point, uh, and you can kind of work on it from there. So I suggest if you're just creating a presence online as far as website goes, Try Squarespace. It's a platform that we like um, and we use. And then, you know, what you should be like, why does that matter? Well, ultimately, uh, everything is not to say everything is online. Physical interaction matters. Um, I don't want to be that guy that's like, email is dead, you know, or like yeah. physical advertising is dead. I don't know that it is, but it's just really hard to track. Um, so I, I almost never advise my clients to do things like billboards. Uh, because you, it's really hard to track their direct return on investment for those things. And we have so many options to track a re- direct return on investment. Why would I want to do something that's totally a gamble at this point? So um, your website, it's almost like a, you know, a must-have. I think something that comes to mind is uh, I was just talking to a um, company uh, who basically does like legal asset prote- protection. So they legally protect your assets. Um, in the event of, you know, a pandemic per se. And, you know, they manage millions and millions of dollars worth of assets uh, for their companies or for their clients or whatever. However, I'm going to their website and their website looks like it's from the 1990s. And I was like, there is no way I would ever trust you with my, (laughs) you know, my legal structure because your website looks so outdated. You know, what can you possibly know uh, if you're not up to date, you know, so it's immediately it's undermining their authority because they don't have a website that reflects their brand really well. Oh yeah, that is wow. Yeah, that I've, I've matter of fact, I've seen a case of that this, this week, which was a uh, uh, yeah, I've kind of the same reaction that you just had. You know, it, 
it's uh, something else. But yeah, um, and I agree, like the online you know, we definitely have to have a way. I mean, I've seen some businesses, okay, yeah, may, for example, like jewelers and things like that that have stores, and then, you know, you can't open up the store, but maybe you have a, a Squarespace site or something where people can go and order online. So that definitely makes sense. Um, give us a, a few tips, like, as far as uh, establishing. What's a good way to get started with establishing an, an online footprint? Yeah. If you're a local business and you're just trying to make sure that, like, let's let's stick with the local business and let's go with the jewelry store. Um, you definitely need to have a website that looks amazing, especially if you're selling jewelry, because at jewel, having been in the jewelry industry, um, a lot of it's perceived value. So if you can increase the perceived value of your product by having a good-looking website and a great brand, ultimately people are going to be willing to pay for your product several thousand dollars more because they perceive the quality of the brand. I don't know how much Tiffany, like Tiffany and company, how much they like charge, like their costs are, but let's just for the sake of it say that you have Jared, like the company Jared, Jewelers, whatever, owned by Sterling, yeah. and then you have Tiffany. Well, if you, if you look at them, they could be selling the exact same product, but because one is Tiffany and company, I am way more likely to buy that one because I, the brand is so well-established and it looks awesome. Um, I just trust Tiffany and company. So, Ultimately, your website's got to—it's got to look awesome, especially if it's a jewelry store, and you just want to have that basic online presence there. In addition, I would be creating social media profiles based off of your whatever your brand name is. Make sure that you try to acquire whatever handles that you can. You may not be able to use your name directly because somebody else might have claimed that already, but make sure that you claim those profiles and then probably put—I mean—at least 24 pieces of, of content or photos or whatever on the actual. Um, Instagram or Facebook, because you want to have something on your present, your, your profile, so that people can go in your profile and look through and scroll through your photos or videos. And I just really highly suggest that you make it look as, as great as you know how to. Um, you know, if you can hire an agency or professional photographer, that's even better. However, um, you just need to make sure that it looks good. And then all, obviously there's stuff like uh, reputation management or having a Google My Business listing things like that, that you can help your customers to stay informed of, are you open right now or not? Um, and, uh, you know, what are reviews? Because ultimately, if you can establish authority by having other people review your store, then they're more likely to work with you because they're going to see testimonials from other people. Excellent. 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 Thanks so much for sharing that. And I, I, I want to also dip a little bit into talking about the, the courses that you offer, because in addition to you guys being a service provider, you also uh, offer these online courses, which is helpful for businesses that are looking to kind of learn the process. Um, and, and you know, I, I think that's going to be very useful for some of the people that are listening. So if you will, Evan, just drop uh, some information about your courses and what that entails and specifically, like, who would be a perfect candidate to, to take this your, your, uh, your online course? So the best candidates for this course is going to be people who already have a business. They may not have the business that they want. It may not be as profitable as they want, or they're having it. They're basically working for their business, um, and their business owns them. They own a job essentially. So it's anybody who wants more out of their business but already has a business. So we've yet to create a startup course that's on the horizon. But somebody thinks about creating a business, it's not for them. It's for people who want a six or seven figure uh, business uh, with a lot of profit in it. Uh, I basically lay out the blueprint that I've used to um, double our company's bottom line revenue every single year for the last three years. So all the hyper optimizations in your business, your marketing, yourself, your leadership, 
all of that I package into this course and it's five thousand dollars. But if you're an existing business owner, that could that's just one client to a lot of people or one customer. Um, so it's really it's basically the uh, I want to say the coming to fruition of helping small business owners and entrepreneurs. You know, because if you sign up for a consulting session with Caffeine Marketing, it's going to be twenty five hundred dollars. And that's going to be for a month or two. But you're going to get this entire course that basically tells you exactly, like, Lego block by Lego block, how to structure your company in your day, in your week, in order to get the company that you've been dreaming of. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And how long is the course? And also, like, is there a specific industry that you guys um, don't – well, let me let me just put it like this. What what type of yeah. industries best suit uh, work in, that, that you guys work with, rather? So we work a lot with B2B and B2C. Okay. Um, there's some people who, you know, might specialize in like only working with lawyers or only working with like hairstylists or doctors or whatever. And it's not to say that that's, um, you know, not a real thing, but what I've found is that's an excuse to charge a lot and not be really good at marketing in general. So mm, yeah. um, the same principles pretty much apply across the board. The actual, now the principles from B2B, which is business to business and B2C are different. The platforms and the tools that you would use are different. But if you've got somebody who knows B2B, it's going to be applicable for most B2B situations. If you've got somebody who knows B2C, it's going to be applicable for most B2C situations. So um, the course itself is going to be great for either business owner in either category, um, for sure. So it's nine weeks, um, and you could probably get it done sooner than that. Um, but it, the idea is that the way that it's laid out, each of them stack on top of one another, each of the, like, the modules do, so that you're going to be – you start with self because ultimately self is the thing that gets in the way of most entrepreneurs and business owners from being successful. So starts with self, goes into business, and then finally the pinnacle is leadership. Leadership, perfect. Oh, yeah. And that's a whole different uh, – uh, another great topic that we'll have to cover. Hopefully we'll have you back in the future to – to get into that, because I know you, you're doing great things in uh, your field, which is excellent. Um, but before we wrap up, Evan, go ahead and drop us some words of encouragement, uh, any advice or anything that you want to offer the audience. And then uh, from there, just make sure that you also leave us your social media handles where we can find you online and anybody that may be interested in reaching out for your service. Totally. So the thing that comes to my mind right now is that, you know, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are wanting to create a startup or in the middle of that probably feel a lot of uncertainty and rightfully so. And I just want to encourage you to really look at what matters a hundred years from now. And that's going to be different for each person. For some people, that's going to be legacy. For some people, that's going to be family. For me, it's also my faith. And so as I look at what's going on in light of our, you know, global economy, it, it feels like a lot, but if you put it in a picture of 100 years, it's really not that big of a deal. So I would say, hey, look at 100 years from now and try to reframe whatever you're experiencing in light of 100 years or eternity, depending on who you are. The thing that I'd love to share with you, um, share with you guys is I've got a free guide on both my personal website and my agency website. It's called Five Steps to a Winning Sales Funnel. I, I, gave you, I basically give you step-by-step step exactly how to build a winning sales funnel. So you can just go to evannox.com or caffeine.marketing, no.com on that one, just caffeine.marketing, and you can download the guide there. All right, perfect, guys. So you heard it here with uh, Evan Knox, the founder of Caffeine Marketing. You guys be sure to connect with him directly, follow him on social media. And, uh, Evan, we definitely appreciate you taking the time out to speak with us and look forward to having you back in the future. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Absolutely. You take care. 
thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.